Don't ask me what episode this is. I've got too much going on to know what episode this is. Um, and I've got a guest coming up. We're going to give him a call in nine minutes. He's a comedian. His name is Mr. Mark Maple. I call him Mr. Maples. Um, and he is one of the uh, comedians in the scene here. In the Bay... <clears throat> In the Bay Area scene of uh, comedy, I've seen. I saw him the first night I did comedy. I saw him for a second time, maybe like two weeks ago. And um, but I just like found. I you know, you just kind of mingled around everyone. It's almost like. It's almost like a co-worker type of situation if you're going to be long in the game. His, his bio on Instagram says he's the Forrest Gump comedian of the 209. So he's from Stockton. Shouts out to Nate Diaz. Jeez, he's, yeah, he's venturing out. He's venture, He's coming out all the way. He's commuting. And let's talk to him about that because that's like, that's like hunt a hundred miles, maybe even a hundred and twenty miles round trip, if you're gonna be coming out to places, you know, San Francisco, Oakland, all of those areas. You know what the dealio is. I'm eating a banana because I'm unprofessional and um, I got really hungry right before the podcast. But that's life, and we've already went over this. I'm the fucking boss, so. The boss is eating a banana. I have no idea what episode this is. Business is not good. I'm my own producer. You like what I did with the mute? That was front toward the enemy. Carousel. It's been the theme here for quite a while. I would love my producer to charge the damn laptop, but I guess we're going to do that right now. Be right back. Hold on. Because it's up. I got to get up. This wired headphones. There we go. We're back in business. Uh, sorry, sorry. If I was a, if I was a professional, what I would do is take this time to fix all the technical difficulties and stuff and throw in a sponsor. But So look, and I'm not even trying to say it in a way like the podcast is doing bad. I'm just trying to say it in a way of like, there's a lot of fucking sleazy people. I'm getting offers for sponsors. I really am. Just like how I did with Smooth My Balls. But you know what? I'm not an idiot. The other day, I posted a video of me talking about, hey, I invested 40 cents and got $4 back. Shout out to my mentor. Because, dude, people do that. And I saw, I saw a comedian who I haven't met yet, but he's part of the scene. He got caught with it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it too. I'm just going <laughs> to. I've seen other people do it, you know? But that guy was like the last straw. I was like, hmm, that's actually kind of funny. This comedian, like maybe he'd make a bit about it or something. T minus six minutes until I be a professional and call Mark Maples. Um, so, yeah, we're talking about Mark Maples. Um. What was I talking about before I had to grab my charger? 
Um, yeah, he's venturing out. Oh, yeah, when I went to go get my charger, it made me think about, like, there's a lot of wires in show business, dude. Like, because uh, I had to get up. I could these my microphone was I didn't have a fucking headset on like a telemarketer, you know. I'm fucking ah fuck! I just scratched the fuck out of my dick. God damn it! Ah, I was fixing my pants. I'm wearing booty shorts with underwear, but the booty shorts are tighter than the underwear, and it's just. Giving myself a front wedgie here. Fuck. This is why this show is audio only. Because it's... I gotta get comfortable. Um... Yeah, getting scammed and shit. So yeah, I, I have sponsors that are approaching me in the same way that they have a smooth my balls. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And I'm not getting fooled twice. I feel like I am getting fooled though. I don't know. Um, Sorry, I'm just eating here. I feel better that I ate just a banana. I feel like the banana is good for the nervous system. And I'm not going to Google it. I'm going to trust my brain. And just have an opinion on something for once, you know? Oh, the sugar and banana. There's no difference between sugar and regular fruit than there is in regular food. Like the sugar that's in a pack of gummy worms affects you the same way as sugar and a banana. And some of you are listening to this like, he, he, facts. It's all propaganda, dude. I'll eat a goddamn banana. We've been eating bananas as original as it gets. Are they spraying stuff on it? I don't know. I don't know where this. There's no nutrition facts label on this banana peel. It's all an estimate, dude. T minus three minutes until we call fucking Mark. Maybe let's try to. What should I do? What should I do? This is a test. I don't even know what the hell I sound like. I did a little bit of a test. It wasn't working. The thing, I was like, maybe I should go to school for like sound engineering or something. Put a little bit of an effort into the intro song. I was like, I like that guitar riff where it's like... Um, it's like I'm gonna put that in. We're gonna fade it like a fucking barber. We're gonna fade in. We're gonna fade out, and then we're just gonna fucking rock and roll it, dude. Fade in and fade out, and pick the you know. Some of you like, oh, is that a new song? No. No, it's the middle of the song that I've been playing from the beginning. But, you know, usually I would just put the song on, pick 30 seconds, wouldn't even listen to it. Just cut it, whatever. 
let me know. If you're listening to this, send me an email at suicidelogs, suicidelogs at gmail.com. And so I like that intro on episode, what is this? 218, 289, don't ask me, I've got too much going on, I've got to, I don't have my phone on me, I'm charging it, because we're going to call Mark Maple, and it's just, you know, unprofessional, my phone was on like 20%, but he says he's got a podcast to do, T-minus one minute until Mark Maple's up on here, so, I got to call him, I got to be professional, and um, get my fucking shit together. I've just been trying to spend this time to get my shit together. I'm going to take a piss. We'll be right back. We'll call Mark Maple. There we go. Okay. All right. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Sorry about that. White belt issues. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The quality through Instagram is usually better than when I call somebody on the phone. Because sometimes if I call them through the phone, for some reason it gets like, super staticky but for some reason through instagram it doesn't do it i don't know if i sound crazy or not but (laughs) technology's weird it is man i'm not too good at that stuff as you can tell i was just ranting for like 10 minutes uh about like how i just kind of do this producer work just to fucking get it out there but i i never went to fucking sound engineering school or anything like that but anyways man Good to have you on here. I know you're kind of like crunched on time. You said you got a podcast at uh, 7.30, right? 7.30. Oh, shit. Nah, it's at 7. Oh, okay. Well, I still appreciate your time. If, if you feel like uh, I'm taking you, dragging you on too long or anything, you just you just let me know and I'll get you out of here, dude. Cool. We're not on air right now, are we? No, it's not live. I'm going to like just like how I was kind of messing up earlier. I'll edit it out. All right, cool. All yeah. right, fair enough then. Is there any rules or something that you don't want me to fucking say or have like a, I don't know. My rules are basically don't don't say your social security out here. You know, that's it. Uh, don't don't, don't give rule, too much info. My rule is ixnay on the job, a. All right, man. Yeah. So. You're, are you from Stockton? Are you from the 209 area? Uh, yeah, just from Lodi. Nobody, nobody knows where fucking Lodi's at, so I just say Stockton. Okay. Cares. I hear you. I hear you. I think about it like how how what's the drive like? Like what what's the the furthest you've driven to do comedy? Ah uh, shit. Um, me and somebody else we went to Elko, Nevada. Oh, okay. Nearly all the way by Utah. When you do something like that, do you kind of just plan it as a vacation as well, and then just, or do you ever, or was it like a strictly I'm here to do comedy thing and we're bouncing? Uh, yeah. You see, you gotta like hang out. Otherwise, it's a waste of time. You don't really get paid a whole lot of money. So yeah, you gotta probably sometimes put in other fun bullshit to do. So yeah. You ever um, commute with like other comedians and stuff? Uh, yeah. Then sometimes they're eight holes. You don't want to be around them, so yeah. Uh, do you, you know? Do you know who Luis Perez is? Nah. Nah. Okay, he's another comedian. I think he was. Huh. I guess I'm trying to think if I. Yeah, the one time he was there when I ran into you in person. But I oh, think, oh, you, the, okay. 
face and shit. Joke face? A jug face. Jug face. Like what do you what is a jug what is what do you mean by jug face? Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Is he bald? No, he's not bald. He's got like a, a big set of curly hair. Okay. Well, I was just, I I was driving him somewhere last night to, and he was talking about like his stories that he had, like commuting with other comedians and stuff like that. And one thing he brought up with me was like, um, he's like, I don't know if you know this, but this is what he said. He's like, but driving with comedians is just, you know, it, it, most comedians drive bad. This and that. He's talking about. There's people that you know, because there's always drinking involved and stuff at the, at these shows. And there's just some people yeah. who get too drunk. They think they're too good to, they they think they're good to go. And he was like telling telling me stories about that. And I, I I don't know. Do you have anything like that? Do you agree that comedians suck at driving? Because it's like, yeah, they're yeah they're they're they, yeah, they're terrible at it. Uh, they're not, they're not good at shit. They're not good at that either. And then uh, yeah, like you said, I mean, there's been one comedian where he was like, it's okay that I'm drunk. I'm in I'm driving a car that has lane assist. That's <laughs> uh, what one guy said one time, um, and then when you get a bunch of them in the damn car all at once, uh, it's like they're all a bunch of egotistical people. So you're like, ah, sh- I, you gotta bring like your earpods mm. and download a download music or a podcast or something to do. Because yeah, if you if you're doing the big carpool with a whole lot of them, just just bring earpods. Otherwise, you're gonna be irritated. Yeah, you think they're they're just too talkative. Uh, they're not interesting. Really? They would talk about interesting things. What what what, what what do they talk about? Like sports and shit? No, they all talk about themselves. Ah. Uh, it, it's but the worst. I feel like would you consider yourself somebody who who talks about themselves? Like just generalizing comedians in general. Yeah, I'm one of them. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, we, 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 you know, I'm one of them that only talks about myself, so I'm, I'm part of the fucking problem. <laughs> I don't think it's the problem. I think it's it's just part of the game, and I'm just like, I do this. I have a fucking podcast. I consider myself one of those guys, too. And I guess what I'm trying to get at is, like, I think, and from what I've been experiencing, like, hanging out and stuff, they, those kind of people don't really merge well. Like, it's too much introversion energy i'd say and it's like you you always kind of need somebody to listen like i guess what you're saying is like some comedians just don't know how to listen because they're they're more of like they know how to talk but they don't know how to listen i've realized yes oh yeah there's yeah there's a lot of that but then sometimes you get the quite awkward ones too the car car pull with you Mm. that's a little weird yeah so uh yeah there's a lot of nutty people you gotta get in a car with yeah, dude, you'll you'll like see a person who's just like they they come off as kind of like shy or something, and then and I don't I don't know if I co- if I'm like that person. I, I I feel like I I don't try to be. I don't know, but there, there's like a person who's just quiet, and then they get up and they're like, "What the fuck is up?" and then this and that, and it just kind of gives it away to show like it's an act. Like you know when you can see that somebody is nervous. But they're trying to like hide behind confidence, and it, but it's just it kind of leaks through. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, it usually shit, I I got, shit it happens to me from time to time. So yeah, it happens. No, like uh, 
And then you get ones that are like, let's get pussy. And you're like, <laughs> I can't get pussy with you guys. It's not going to yeah. happen tonight. <laughs> I can already tell I'm going to be stuck in a bar with you guys. And we're just, I'm going to have to spend money on beer and bullshit. And then you, nothing's going to happen to us because you guys are fools. So that happens too. Where you're like, uh, no, I don't want to do the pussy thing. And it's just, it, we're not going to be doing it. So. <laughs> but what what, <laughs> what what do you think would be like fun to do if you if you can't get pussy like i've been here like do you think karaoke is fun because i've been seeing in this world of comedy that it's like karaoke and comedy kind of mix and it's just Weird. like yeah i haven't i haven't done a whole lot of karaoke so uh we got money we got a whole lot of karaoke places in the in the 209 area so uh Nah, I don't know. Uh, uh, drinking, uh, going home. Uh, um, I don't know. Uh, bullshitting on each other—that's that's always fun to do. But um, I mean, I'm not saying not go pussy chasing. Just make sure you pick out the right guys to do it with. Otherwise, you're not going to get anything in the end. I mean, I I, I guess I'm just kind of saying, like in a in a in a sense where you're just you're just getting pussy in that this like what if you're out with a comic who's like in a in a really monogamous relationship they're not about that life like i was like somebody was talking about the same guy lewis perez was talking about doing comedy at a strip club i don't know if he was really at a strip club or not and i kind of thought about it to me he's like damn i've never been to a strip club and it's like um i don't know what i was trying to get at but the question is i, if, I did five minutes no excuse me uh, yes. i was gonna do comedy at a strip club because there's nobody was really there so they're like all right screw it well if you do comedy yeah do five minutes for us i'm like okay so i so i got on there and I told some jokes and they cut me off after a minute and handed me the beer so what yeah yeah i i'm not sure i i mean how many people have done a comedy show at a strip club it's gotta be a few but to me it always just seems like you know it would be like uh, this is why I paid here. I, you, no one's going to a strip club to watch dudes tell jokes. So that, I don't know. It could work. Maybe it, maybe it has. I don't know. I haven't seen a whole lot of examples of it. Yeah, it's like some guy just goes up there and he's fucking roasting all of the strippers. <laughs> and then it it brings the business down <laughs> because... <laughs> What's that? You can't you ever... Trick fun of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't talk about like venereal diseases or 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 child molestations at a place like oh that for God. those girls so yeah it's gonna you're gonna get some sensitive people so yeah what the hell yeah you're kind of restricted too and handcuffed you know it'd be funny at a strip club you can't do you can't do like you know pg rated material you got a strip joint so yeah. it's like you know you're raunchy but without, without really doing it i don't know uh, you know what i think would be funny at a strip club like if you're a comedian, <laughs> I feel like a joke would be funny. He's like, I'm doing comedy at a strip club. This is like the part of the porn where, where they're zoomed in on the guy's face. You know, nobody wants to see it, but they put it there anyway for some fucking reason. <laughs> they did that shit for you. Well, you know why they did that, right? No, I don't. All right. It's because uh, most of those porn dudes, uh, they can't get it up or out or anything. So it's not one seamless cut. Um, some of the, half those dudes are gay, 
So basically, that cut is to basically, after they're done fucking, then he has to work himself on his own self up behind the scenes. So then they cut to his face. So it's a trick. It's a uh, cinematic trick. Oh, I know. I know what you're saying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. Huh. I never thought of that. I guess it's just like, I. I mean, I'm just generalizing here. I'm assuming that when that part comes up, I guess you were talking about like right before the big finish kind of thing. But I, I was just, I, I thought, or I'm, I'm kind of thinking sometimes in porn that that just happens like mid scene. Like you could be 15 minutes into a video that's three hours, and then the, you know they're just gonna show this scene and then cut to something else. I don't know. Nah, it's because they're gay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but back to like people being narcissists and stuff like that in this business it's just it's not a bad thing i i didn't want i felt like we kind of came off on it like yeah those guys are assholes but so are we kind of thing it's just it kind of comes off as it in a way of like too much of too much of anything is bad you know so you get a bunch you get too many of the people that are like hey look at me and it's like I don't know, being exposed to it a little bit and being older and thinking about it makes me just have different opinions on people who are like A-list celebrities. Because, you know, it's like at one point they were just kind of like, you know, being like us at the at the like open mic scene. At least that's where I met you. I know you like host and you're you're campaigning for something and we'll get into that in a little too. I'm, nah, I'm basically sort of at this point like an open micer. I do shows here and there, but, uh, you know, um, I'm still developing. I'm not like a big fucking comic. I don't look at myself that way. How long, how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, three years, but you can yank out some months because of the, uh, pandemic. Everything got fucked up at the time. Right, right. Okay. And then the first year, I wouldn't even count it. The first year, I basically went to a coffee shop, open mic once a week or once every two weeks so i wouldn't even count that time and when's this like 2019 yeah that was 2019 mm. and uh, okay um in like your local area yeah yeah we yeah we had a local mic we it was an awkward um uh, it was by college, so all the kids there did not want to watch us do comedy. And at <laughs> that time, we were really bad at comedy. So yeah. um, it was just bad times for all. <laughs> but that's how we developed, so screw it. So what sparked you to kind of just do more shows? Like I, I saw you at Tommy T's, and I, it's just like, I don't know. I kind of see that you you go around more like have you have you done comedy in san francisco uh and you said i mean you went all the way to reno you know so what sparked you to kind of like i don't know be like i'm gonna do more than just a coffee shop uh it's you gotta venture out uh you gotta explore and also if you go around you move around um more and more people see you in in other places and it could pique their interest. So that way you have, uh, you know, you have options of getting booked at other places other than just the one area you're at. Um, and then, yeah, you just got to explore and roam around. It's kind of how I always look at it. So, um, 
but yeah, so like a place like Tommy T's different from where I'm used to going to. Go there. Go to. I'm gonna try to go to Alameda pretty soon. I just my job gets in the way of that one. But yeah, mm-hmm. try signing up for that one and just just going around place to place, meeting new comics and new people. So, would you agree that it's a fairly small community? Uh, man, I don't know if you can find them all. It's pretty big. Um, I mean, my our scene, the two and nine, uh, the comics that open mic and do shows over here right now. Uh, it's it's pretty small. Um, I mean, then there's the older comics before us that are on bigger gigs and shit, and they deserve it because they've worked hard. Uh, but um, but yeah, it's, it's I don't know. If you include everybody, it's fucking a bunch of dumb fucking people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'd talk about like the regulars. I guess I'd kind of you know I've seen you. And it just seems like you're one of the people that at least in the that you considered yourself in the open mic scene. I guess I was generalizing not just like big comedians, just the open micers in general that are like, I'd say the regulars, if you've been like an open micer or as like, like I like to classify uh, like experience and stuff and rankings of comedy. If you're an open micer, you're basically a white belt. I'm a white belt. Would you yeah. say you're a white belt in comedy, or would you say you're still like maybe you're a blue belt? You know. Oh shit! I don't know. I don't know all the fucking belts either. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I man, uh, that's that's not for me to answer. I guess that's for other people to say. But uh, yeah, fuck it. I'm out of the white belts there. I'll say that. That's good, man. There's no shame in it. It's like I I I'm a white belt, but it's like I never. I don't know. That's kind of the thing that keeps me going is to just not have expectations and just to enjoy the experience and uh, just observe, like just how I'm observing with all the other white belts and just because uh, it's like that. Like if you were to do any other sports, like let me ask you, like what other things do you like doing besides comedy? Uh, let's see, uh, drinking, uh, <laughs> hiking, um, uh, porn. Yeah, that's, see, that's why I gotta do a bunch of comedy. <laughs> Drinking, hiking, and porn. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with that? That's a good combo. What? Can you imagine, bro? Just like what? <laughs> if I were to run into you in the middle of fucking nowhere in the mountains, you know, and you're you just hiking it, and, and you've got a fucking Bud Light in your hand, and I'm like, "What's up with you, man?" And you're like. Nothing much. Just gonna watch some porn after this. I'd just be cracking up, man. I don't know. I just imagined it. <laughs> then I tell him about a joke I wrote today. Let's try. This okay. Sounds, this sounds like a great time. Yeah. <laughs> Are you one of those comedians that you like to keep your act private and not talk about like the jokes that you do on stage? Or do you, Are you pretty uh, open to it? I mean, as long as you're not, I don't post my stuff online. If I do, it's like a spontaneous thing. Uh, but yeah, my material, no, I talk about it with other comedians. I, you know, I try to ask for advice or how to flip a joke or, you know, maybe add something to it or get rid of it. I know. I, I always ask for advice, but no, I, I always, I never keep my stuff under the vest when it comes to like telling people about my material. Nah. Um, what do you mean by flip a joke? Like kind of turn it around to make it funnier than it is, like setting it up or something? <laughs> Yeah, joke structure, where maybe if you said, 
the funny part at the end would be funnier than if you said in the beginning. So yeah, a lot of jokes. Oh yeah, kind of like giving it away and stuff. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, some people have been giving yeah. me advice. I had Jamar Pitts on, and he get like he gave me an advice that I've kind of been trying, and it's just to like be funny every fifteen seconds. Especially at the yeah. open mic scene, you only have like three to four minutes, sometimes five, you know, but it's like, it needs to, you, like, people don't have time for a long ass story, you know, because if you tell a long yeah. ass story, there's your time. And if it's not funny, you bombed, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've, I've heard that thing where they're like, hey, you got to try to get three uh, last 15 seconds. Fuck, that's really weird. But no, they always try to say, try to get three laughs a minute. And I'm like, I heard that device last year. And I was like, ah, God damn it. Now I have to work harder. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah. Now I can't just sludge through this boring story and hope for a big laugh at the end. Now I actually got to be pretty funny all throughout. So yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, you know, it doesn't always have to be three a minute. Or whatever, but it's you generally kind of want it there. So yeah, it's that's a, it's a tricky one, but yeah, it's it, there should be more jokes within your stories and crap. So yeah. Can I try a joke on you? Like I want, I just I just completely changed it. This is a joke that I've tried. How many times have I tried this joke? One, two, three. I've tried it three times. Okay. And. Twice last night, the first time I I told it, I told it as my last joke too. I saw the I saw the light for one minute left, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna tell this joke and leave from here. And then I told it, and I like nothing, like it just flew right. Either it flew right over their heads, or they were fucking tired of me. And then I was like, yeah. okay, that's my time. I'm out of here. And but like everything else before it was good, but I thought this was like my big fucking funny joke. And it didn't land, but then I tried it again, like maybe a couple of hours later, and it it landed. I think I'm trying to think. I think it did, yeah. And then the first time, it it was kind of weak, but I'm gonna tell you like a fucking, like a, ten fifteen second version of it, because usually this joke is like a minute long, but it goes like this. So I'm thinking about getting a vasectomy and uh i proposed this idea to my girl and she said no she wasn't down she said she didn't want me playing god about things and it kind of threw me off because i basically play god every time we have sex and i pull out ah okay i see um some people may not know what vasectomy. Ah, fuck, I don't even know how to say it. I don't, you vasectomy. Know, the, so, people, you know, can I interrupt you real quick? Means. So that I yeah. ne- the joke has nothing really to do with vasectomy. I, you're the first person I tried it on with it. Um, okay. So I completely flipped it with the vasectomy. The script was actually something else, but yeah. Okay. Uh, did, did you used to say the vasectomy part, the last part? And then you flipped it around where you're like, well... No, I, I, nev- I never time. mentioned a vasectomy in this, okay, in this joke. Okay, and that's the joke as is, but with a little bit of other details in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it takes like a minute longer. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a good little joke. Uh, you know, it's, 
sometimes I mean I got a joke uh, where it's like sometimes a, a joke where it's a little bit of a story and it's not like uh, the most craziest thing you've ever said it's like milder humor sometimes it just doesn't work well with people because I have like a joke where I stop drinking well no I tell the crowd I'm back I, I, I'm back to drinking isn't that great and then I you know I tell the crowd like that it's that last month it was so bad I went to the bar and I got me a non-alcoholic O'Doul's beer. And then I'm like, then I ordered eight more of them. And then basically the story is me pretending to be drunk, but I'm not. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to relive the glory days <laughs> of, of when I used to be reckless and shit and how, how it's just actually depressing in the end. And it, it wasn't, it wasn't good for me at all. But no, I always tell that joke that either gets a funny reaction or it just doesn't. Yeah. Um, and then ever, all the damn comics say it's great so it's like it makes you want to do it more but mm. you know there's sometimes those lighter humor jokes yeah sometimes people are just like eh, who cares so I heard there's, um, nothing, there's I, nothing wrong with that joke don't get rid of it yeah thanks I, I heard somebody tell that joke about um, not drinking or like this it, it, it's kind of like the same premise he accidentally bought non-alcoholic beer and then um, he he ended up finishing the whole thing, and he's like, "Jesus Christ, dude! Like, I'm I'm a non-alcoholic or something like that." But um, yeah. what was I gonna say about that? Uh, 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 um, rats. I forgot. It was that, and then oh yeah, drinking, man. It's just like I hate to be that. I I don't know. I don't like rubbing it in people's faces or talking about, especially in like in clubs and stuff where everyone's drinking and it's just like i I guess in society in general like i was freaking uh getting a tattoo like three weeks ago and um they asked me if i wanted a beer and uh i had told them like nah i I don't want to be that boring sober guy but i haven't had alcohol in uh 11 months i think like i'm like two weeks or two three weeks away from being a year of not yeah. having alcohol, and so how long did you uh, stay off the alcohol when you got off it? Oh fuck! I only do it for the first month of. Uh, I only do it for January of every year, uh, okay. and then sometimes I don't go all the. I don't go the whole month, but yeah, it's. Uh, I try doing it once a month, and you know sometimes I don't get to that. Okay, that's not too bad. Now, I mean, yeah. you, you mentioned drinking a lot, so it kind of like hit me in my hands, like, huh. Like your your hobbies are drinking, hiking, and jacking off. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with that? Nothing's I mean, wrong with it. Get but some no, cardio in there as well. Right, so. right. No, nothing's wrong with it. It's just um, I just I'm just observing. Like you could you could do whatever you want. You know, it's just. Uh, but I mean, you did start talking about it um, in your joke about it being depressing or something like that. You know. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just thought I'd share kind of like going on with me and shit i don't know it's like i don't want to tell people yet like don't drink you know I've, I've done it for 11 months and i feel fucking great you know but uh, it's... Hey, you know it really feels good uh. being drunk <laughs> <laughs> dude i'm not the first three to man i'll say even half a year and a little bit now like i get the especially since i started doing stand-up comedy like for me i'm i'm only fucking three months into this shit i'm a white belt no stripe you know do you and, get nervous before you do the comedy um 
the first time I was pretty nervous and it didn't like, I guess like the feedback was that it didn't, I didn't look nervous, but I felt yeah. it. Um, it also depends on like the crowd. Um, oh yeah. I'm nervous about every single crowd. Mm. I, I always figure, Oh no, they're all going to hate me. Yeah. My, uh, so I, I, always, I figure I have to prove myself is how, how it, how it feels for me. Mm, like prove yourself to other people. Yeah, to the crowd. That's what we're Strange. doing. We're trying, yeah. we're, we're trying to make them laugh. So, yeah, we got to prove we're fucking funny. I guess for me, it's just I, I don't take it too hard if people don't like my jokes because my thing is just comedy subjective. It's just there could like I want to be as original to myself. Like I don't I when I write, I'd say, quote unquote, if I write jokes, I don't I just whatever I think is funny. I, I say it, and if I say it to a crowd or something and it doesn't work, it's like, it doesn't make me be like, I guess it's not funny. And to me, in my head, I'm like, you know what? When At the time, maybe it was just one of those you had to be there moments and I did a bad job at explaining it kind of thing, you know? Sometimes it's not the joke, yeah. it's just how you presented it. Right. Um, that would be embarrassing if you did a long-winded uh, story joke and you did end it with, oh, man, you guys just had to be there. Yeah. <laughs> See the context of <laughs> yeah, or watch it be hella funny, you know, and it's just like <laughs> you had to have been there. Um, no, but what I, what was I trying to get at? Something like okay, I have a friend who's like just as new as I am to the comedy scene, but he he lives in Texas, and um, we just we're like in a group chat with other friends and stuff, and we just kind of I guess diary to each other like how our open mics went. And then um, I was talking to him on the phone one day, and I was he, I was telling him about a joke, and he was just like, "You just you, you know what you need to do, like okay." So we both like bombed, right? Like at the same time, it's funny. I bombed at this bar, and then right when I got off, I look at my phone, and my friend was like, "I ate a dick on stage," and I'm just like, "Huh? It went hey, me too." And we just kind of like we're just bonding over bombing, and then. Um, I was telling him about how I bombed and he was like, you just, you just need to get really fucking drunk and get up there, bro. That's what you need to do. And I was like, (laughs) and I was like, um, way to look out for me, man. (laughs) Uh, I I, I've done every show sober. Um, and he was like, I've done every show drunk. (laughs) Like I've done every show fucked up. And, and when I first started this, I was like, yeah, maybe I just need to get drunk. Like, maybe when my birthday happens, I'll fucking get drunk and go on stage. Maybe it'll be funnier. But it's like, uh, maybe you'll have more fun, but I don't know. Uh, nah, being drunk for me doesn't work. I, uh, I've done it a couple, maybe a few times, and now it sucks. I, I always just try to have two drinks in me, but not be drunk. So. Yeah. But, uh, no, that's terrible advice. Uh, <laughs> don't work on delivery, not writing, not pacing things. No, just get drunk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, people, uh, do do people do comedy specials, like, plastered? Does it, I don't, I don't know. Maybe they'll have uh, a I mean, drink. let's see, uh, what's that, Cat Williams, he was screwed up. Um, so there's one I can name, I can't name anybody else, though. 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, the the first half a year, and I mean, still now, I'm just like, fuck, I want to drink, you know. But I don't know. I just. What about weed? I do a little bit of that. I'm on it right now. I'm also on the caffeine. Ah, oh, well, there you go. You're fucking good to go then. <laughs> you don't, you don't need to worry about everything. Everything's uphill from here. Yeah, but I'm thinking about quitting that too. I don't know. Ah, shit. Uh, that sounds like bad times. <laughs> I know. And and I'm also thinking about getting, uh, quitting caffeine as well. It's crazy. I went two days without coffee. Fattest headache at, like, withdrawals, dude, it felt like. And then now today, I broke that shit and had two cups of coffee. Oh, man, shit. No, I was talking to some guy. He's having withdrawals on stage because he's a heat. He uh, he's drinking every day, so when he finally stopped drinking, he was going. He was getting all screwed up, getting mm. up stage. He's like, oh, I quit smoking. I quit. I quit drinking. I'm like, you should quit comedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, wait, where's the mic scene over there? Uh, it, so you lived in Ple- Pleasanton, right over there, right? I'm in the Bay Area. I keep it a secret where I live. I live in Santa Cruz. Uh, My neighbor is Santa Cruz, okay. and I live in Livermore. I'm I'm I in the see. Bay Area, dude. But I'm not. I'm like I'm not in the 209 area. Would I you see. consider the 209 area closer to Sacramento, or is it just kind of like different parts of the triangle? It's closer to Sacramento. Um, the Bay Area. Also, you got to deal with bridges. It's always like an at least a half hour uh, more to drive over there. Uh, but sometimes more, depending on all the crazy traffic. And but yeah, it's that's one big reason why it, I'm, I'm not really much over there in the Bay Area. Um, also, I'm always scared because I'm like, oh no, it's a little more politically correct over there. I'm like, uh, they're gonna fucking chase me with fucking torches and pitchforks. I'm like, uh, do you think uh, you think the 209 is it actually? And that's a good question. Is it? Or is it the same shit? I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of see. I could. I was going to ask you because I don't spend too much time out there. It's like, would you consider like you and Sacramento area like politically on the same spectrum? We're way different. Sacramento is basically like the Bay Area. Um, mm. Maybe worse from what I heard. Really? They said, a lot of, they said one of the veteran comics was like, well, because a lot of the people that used to live in the Bay Area can't live there anymore. So they had to move over to Sacramento. So really, yeah. now their crowds, they're getting more and more uptight. Uh, hmm. But no, nah, it's, it's not not the same. No, uh, Stockton, somebody said it best. I mean, they've been shot in the face. They'll laugh at anything. So they don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, they uh. just don't. I mean... If you're not, if you're, they're not getting offended. So if you're not funny, just because you're not being funny, and that's about it with them. Yeah. But yeah, that's the thing over at the, the other places. I get nervous because I'm like, ah, oh, god damn it, my material. What the fuck? What do I do now? Hmm. What's wrong? Like, what you just kind of showed up, and you're like, like, what sets you? Does it get you nervous when people are really good at comedy, and then you're like, "Fuck, I'm I'm about to come up," because that's happened to me. Uh, sometimes, but I look at it now as like, okay, it's now a happy crowd, right? Mm, yeah. 
you know what I'm getting at? Because when you first start off, I'm sure you know this now. Uh, the, the first comic and the first two comics are just there warming up the crowd. So the crowd's not ready yet. They're all tight and lame and everything. So uh, you don't want to, you don't want to follow a bunch of bad comics. A bunch of bad comics can kill a show or kill a mic. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and I've seen that a few times. You know, there was one time me and Jordan Quattlebaum, he he headlined and I featured at a show out of town, and I'm not going to name names, but the first five comics were were boring and lame and bad, and the crowd was just bored. And so when I got on. The crowd just didn't care. They were just bored and they wanted to go home. Yeah. And then Jordan got on and he did a good job, but he couldn't get, you know, the crowd was just dead that night. And it was like, well, that's that. So, no, I mean, there's been some dudes that have like crushed it so hard. And you're like, well, shit, I got to do something to follow that. So, more and more, you want, you want the crowd to be good and happy and shit. So, hmm. that's how I look at it. If, uh, they call it riding the wave. Have you heard that term? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that, yeah, that's basically what it is. I guess for me, I'm just, uh, I still like to see myself as an audience member, and I'm just trying to like document and pick apart the brains of the, the comedians and people who are performing, because it's like, I feel like I'm just so new to it, I'm still just trying to learn on the job if you may and uh, just trying to always have that little bit of the outsider in me because it's like i don't know man i think of the crowd as like um what's it called uh like a laugh track for for a tv show or something it's like watch a tv show without a laugh track and just judge for yourself who laughs you know like i'll be at comedy shows and people are fucking uh, one time I went to a show at, um, at Tommy T's. I had a fucking fat-ass headache. Like, I think it was almost like borderline migraine. And everybody was having a good old fucking time. And I just, you know, I'm just sitting here. Like, I can't focus on this. I also think I might have, like, ADHD or something. Like, especially at the open mic scene, it's hard to fucking listen to everybody and then focus on my own shit. So it's like, I don't know. I, I told Jamar this. I told him, like, I don't. I, I before even doing stand up comedy, I didn't even really watch it that much. Like I'm not really that big of a fan of it. I thought it was a dying art, you know? Like, I have this yeah. freaking podcast here and so that's why for me it's like I don't care about the art. It's like the pandemic has hit this art really hard and I'm just trying to do the art. Fuck what like if if it's a dead crowd, it's a dead crowd. If it's a good crowd, it's a good crowd. I'm just trying to do my fucking jokes and it's like yeah, I don't know. Just documented in 2022 World of Comedy in the Bay Area. Yeah, I never looked at it that way. Um, but, uh, no, like, uh, fucking, I don't know. Shit, I'm getting that. Oh, one second, let me turn this off. All good. Uh, but, like, shit. No, when it doesn't go well, I get really pissed off. <laughs> I get pissed. It's just like you just get a lot of joy of bringing people joy, right? Shit, one second. Damn, okay. cut okay. off right now. One second, one second. All right, no worries. Um. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, Hello, can you, can you hear me now? I can hear you. Okay, cool. 
Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know, man. Like, my, my podcast is called Suicide Logs, so I kind of... Because I met a comic yesterday. It was his first time ever doing stand-up. And um, it wasn't the best set, you know, of course. It's like everyone's first time isn't good. Um, but, you know, I was just trying to be supportive, and he was just so, like, talking about... I was so nervous. Um... Was that echoing a little? I don't know. But he was talking about how he was nervous. He was talking about, like, he's always wanted to do this. He just wanted to face their fears and stuff like that. The anxiety. And it's like, I think of that with myself, too, with, like, the stage fright and stuff like that. But it's just kind of, like, just getting over that and bomb or not. Like, I always go in there with my mindset. And it's kind of gone away, actually. But I need to get back to it. Talking to talking to you about it has kind of sparked it in me like fuck it dude like i'm always ready to bomb you know what i mean just like how i'm fucking always ready to die it's like at oh one my god i like that yeah. i like i like it you know what i got my grenades on me let's yeah. do this fucking going in the camp and let's bomb yeah. up the place i think there's a lot of like depression and mental health issues that come into the comedy scene and the performers and stuff and I yeah. and I just feel like like yesterday there was a lot of comics that made jokes about killing themselves when I when a joke didn't land or something or not even like a joke not landing but just like complaining about something and be like I'm gonna fucking kill myself if I hear that song one more time or something and it's oh, like man. I feel like I used to kind of be that comic but not doing it on stage just living life like that and then um, you know I it think. Must be Maybe you're just people, you know, d- depression is real. People are depressed. And it's like, um, for me, I think of like to make it personal, I always think about it myself. It's like, man, at one point, if I was really serious about killing myself, like, you wouldn't give a fuck about going up on stage. Like, if I were to kill myself after like having a show, like, who was it? Lincoln, the, the singer of Lincoln Park, Chester uh, Bennington, he fucking killed himself, I think, even after, like, right after a show. People came to that show and fucking loved him, you know? And he still offed himself. So it's like it's like a self-love thing, I guess. Man. And, I don't know. Well, he killed it that night. Ha! 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 So I don't blame him. Oh my goodness. Dark. Fucking dark. Yeah, I don't know, man. You see, I mean, I can handle it. Some people would probably be like, it's too soon. Somebody had a Mac Miller joke uh, about him dying. And he was like, what? Is it too soon? And somebody was like, it's it's always too soon. He's like, bro, I've been waiting four years to tell this joke. It's always too soon. Jokes didn't work when it happened, so I, I tried a couple the, the week of, and uh, yeah, no one, no one liked oh, it. Oh, yeah, I, like, I, sh- I had a Kobe shit. joke, I, I just, but I just made it a tweet, and I had close friends of mine block me, and it took me months to realize that I was blocking. Like, yeah, I just found that helicopter joke insensitive, and I was like, uh, you know, I bombed that night on Twitter. You are, yeah. I mean, really, you know. <laughs> No, well, he uh, he he forgave me, but I it was just me like being 
you know, oh, well, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I say a lot of out-of-pocket things. It just it just comes with the package, but uh, I knew it was a, it was a, I don't know. Like, we have fucked up senses of humor. Yeah, I say a lot of out-of-pocket things, and I got a lot of fucking pockets. and just looked at him. <laughs> fucking said, yeah, I'm about that life. What do do you feel like? What's safer, the the two hundred nine area or the Bay Area? Do you feel unsafe uh, when you come out here? I don't get out there much, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, yeah, screw it. I feel safer in the two hundred nine. I got a knife on me, so. You uh, got a knife on you? <laughs> like when you're just out doing out shows in the two hundred nine, you have a knife out with you? Yeah, I think they even banned knives over in the damn uh, Bay Area. So yeah, at least a little. I'm, Again, to uh, protect myself. Hold on. I'm just uh, getting informed. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I, well, I just, I just know there's, um, you know, areas you shouldn't go to in Stockton at certain parts of night or if, if ever. So, you know, you know the area. You're, you're feeling all right. Then. Have you ever ran into Nate Diaz? Uh, uh, let's see. No. But uh, my buddy... Um, do you know Nick Michelson? Nope. Okay, he's a comic out of the two and nine. Uh, he's a, he's a big, 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 crazy ass looking dude. But uh, he had a few drinks in him, and he was uh, he was doing a lot of angry crowd work at the crowd. And then and Nate Diaz showed up. Uh, it was it was like an outdoor show, right? And he just popped his head out, and then he like. Uh, Nick started making fun of him and then he just laughed a little bit Nate and just went back inside and that was it <laughs> he didn't know at the time that was Nate Diaz oh he didn't even know huh no he so he was just like oh I, I didn't know that was him shit oh well. so what did he start making fun of him about uh, his face <laughs> <laughs> this guy looks like he had a stroke or something yeah. you know fucking <laughs> it was it's, well I don't know this was you know no, excuse me. It wasn't Nate. It was Nick. I'm sorry. I'm oh, the brother. The brother. The brother. The older one. Oh, yeah, it okay. was Nick. It was that guy. So, uh, yeah, I, I've seen Nick at like a few like shows, not comedy shows, but like well, that one that night. But uh, I've seen him at just a few like uh, bars and shit. Always hanging out with chicks. So I never, I fucking let him be. I don't want to bother him. What the fuck am I gonna say? Do you watch UFC? Are you a fan of that art? Uh, casual fan. Um, casual. I watch it here and there, but I, I, I can't keep track of all the belts and divisions, and it's you know. I hear you. Hey, they listen. Have, um, they used to have like they used to have like super shows where they have like only I think twelve or ten pay per views a year. Yeah. And then when they started expanding, it was harder and harder to keep track of it. And yes. before you know it, they do a show like every single week now. So sometimes I miss the old Spike TV days. Yeah, me too. It was it was like uh, MMA plus like new metal and stupidity. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> and and a reality show. And uh, now it's a sport. Guy, yeah, remember that one guy, the colored haired dude? He was like, "Oh my god!" He called me a fatherless bastard and made him like slip out and have a nervous breakdown. No, all I can think redheaded guy. All I can think of is Chris Lieben. That was probably him. I think that was him. Um, not totally sure. Do you know the but Let Me guy. Bang guy? I don't know that guy, but I know of him, and I know the meme about it. Okay. 
It's weird that they, like, give the guys free access to all the booze. That's the weirdest thing about the reality show. They allow them all the booze in the planet. They want drama. Like, uh, yeah. They're, they're instigating. Then, I always wondered if they're allowed to fuck. <laughs> Not each other. I mean, like, get, like, a girl. They, like, some guy just leaves the house for a night because, you know, he's got to bang a girl. I don't... You know... I heard of somebody on that show who had to leave because his girlfriend was accusing him of cheating on her. And at the time it was like a really big embarrassing thing. Like everybody like Dana White was just so like, Really? You're gonna leave over some chick you've been dating for six months, dude? Like you're putting Oh this... yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that episode. I yeah. heard that episode. But he ends up marrying that girl and they've been together ever since. Yeah, but how's his MMA career? I don't know. I don't know, but maybe, I mean, I, I, I don't even oh, know the guy's name. That's, that's, see, that's happiness getting in the way of life, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's what that is. Oh. What a loser. <laughs> Look, man, I, I still got time with you a little bit, so I, I don't want to just waste all of your time. I want to kind of pay you back and at least promoting what you're running for here. Can you, I mean, you, you know it better than I do. You want to explain, uh, the campaign. Right. You're, you're like a damn politician up in this motherfucker. Uh, yeah. Um, it's this award. It's been going on, I think for 10 years now. It's called a mama award. It's the Modesto area music awards. Um, and you know, a lot of good comics have won it. It's Modesto out of the area of Modesto, but, there's been a couple of stinkers that wanted to. Okay. Uh, basically, um, it's an honor to be nominated, but I heard out of the nomination system just, you know, just randomly threw me in with some veteran comics, basically. Mm. But, I mean, at least my name's, I got nominated, so at least I was one of the pickings. I don't know. Either way, um, it's kind of a silly award, really, because uh, really all you're doing is just campaigning for votes. Yeah, right? I did that once for something. So, I mean, it's not like you're doing a, 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 if it's like a competition, a comedy competition, and if you, if you won that, then you feel pretty good because you got the crowd to vote for you, whatever the hell. Um, you know, but like uh, when you're literally just asking for votes for award, it's kind of weird and silly, but I said, fuck it, I might as well do it. I may never get nominated again, so screw it, fuck it. It's time for me to chase some clout, you know? <laughs> chase some clout. Yeah, you know? So, I, um, so. I won funniest in high school, but it doesn't feel as, like, accomplished because I was campaigning for it. But the thing is... See? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the same deal, right. The thing is, though, is that I, I really truly believe... Of course, I truly believe I should have won. But just the fact that my, my name was thrown in there and the other people who were there started, like, campaigning, I was like, no, nah, I got to play that game, too. <laughs> yeah, you're like, no, 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 fuck no. No, 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 no. I'm going to try to win then. I also... Um, oh, here's another thing. I was also nominated for biggest Facebook stalker. So I I kind of, like, was scared... Yeah, I was pretty sure. 
I don't know. That's fucked up. Uh, I guess it is fucked up, but I'm not going to... What am I going to do? Get some settlement money over it? It's whatever. I'll grow up. Um, No, I. but yeah, me... Like, I got nominated for that, and I didn't want it. Like, I was really like... I remember sending out tweets like, if you vote for me to be biggest Facebook stalker, your mom's going to get cancer, you know? And then so, like, as... Yeah, bombing on Twitter as usual. And then, like, later on in life, some people's, like, you know parents siblings and shit died and every time i hear about it on instagram i'm like ah it's probably because you voted for me to be biggest facebook stalker so here i am facebook stalking and causing curses on people no um so i was scared of winning that i felt like it was kind of mean so a part of me is like i gotta win funniest to counteract it you know so that that was kind of more of my cost to be campaigning because i was like i'm not gonna let these motherfuckers bully me i gotta i gotta get something to at least go with it so i remember I remember when I won the awards, I like had the two awards like framed next to my computer and on my computer screen was like Facebook and like tissue and lotion. I mean, shit. Look, put it this way, right? Um, you're a two-time award winner. I can't believe they had biggest Facebook stalker in the fucking uh, uh, yearbook at your school. Uh, yeah, 2012. That's, I don't care. That's really weird. That's like, ha, ah, we're going to embarrass people forever. <laughs> yeah, this. such mean girl vibes, huh? Uh, um, no, nah, man. You're a winner. Accept the award. I just look at it as like... Oh, I accepted see, it. You thought you, thought you should have won your Funniest Dude Award, right? Yeah. At the school. I feel if I win the award for Best Comedian in the Modesto area, basically, that it would be total bullshit. Because I don't deserve to be getting that fucking award. And, but that's what makes it so much funnier, right? Yeah, so I'm just going like, look, I don't deserve to win it, but I did get nominated. So fuck it, I'm going to make a go for it and try to win that fucker. So that's how I look at it. If they want to throw me in, whatever, so be it. Oh, man. Um, how long have you been doing your open mic and what's it called? I'm sorry for not knowing what's it called. Or do you just host uh, different let- places? I host different places. I dropped out of one of those places today, and I feel free about it and happy. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I dropped out of one of the places. Uh, the main one I host, though, is at Bricks and Hops. Uh, that's in Lodi. Uh, that's the first Friday of every month. We do shows there. They're fun-ass shows. Uh, but, yeah, it's been a lot of fun, and it's kind of like a staple in the town. People know about it. It's an that's open mic. One. Ah, no, it's not an open mic. It's, it's, a, it's a showcase. It's a book show. Okay. I might check yeah. it out one day. Yeah. But that's the one I do. Um, and then uh, I dropped out of something else. Hooray. And yeah, I do shows here and there. Uh, but uh, producing shows, it's scary. It can be. Wait, what? what's scary? Producing shows, um, you just have, you're just hoping for everything to fall into place, basically. And, how, and what is falling into place? Falling into place. Uh, people show up on time. Mm. The crowd shows up. Uh, it's a happy crowd. Uh, you don't have any technical issues. A uh, whole lot of things to think about. Yeah. It, it gives off... Um... I mean, I feel that way about my podcast. Like, for me, when I got you on and I started having audio issues and my AirPods fucking connected and I had to disconnect the Bluetooth, I was like, 
fuck, you know, I gotta, I gotta get this right, this and that. I mean, I might edit it out. I probably should, <laughs> but I always have that, yeah. even with my podcast. I, I like get was upset. There technical issues. Or, I mean, did, did, did my shit with my headphones cause technical issues in the real podcast? No, there was only like one time where you kind of started cutting out, and I, I almost interrupted you to be like repeat it, but I was like, oh, I, I got what you were saying. Um, but yeah, man, one of my dreams is to be a stay-at-home comedian because I fucking hate driving, dude. Luis Perez said that I'm not, I'm not too bad at driving, but I just, I mean, doing it more and just like going around, I kind of like tried to embrace it and just throw on a podcast and just chill out and have. I just, I hate being cooped up in the car too. You know, it just, I don't know. Oh yeah, bad times. Bad days. Yeah. Comedy sucks to do, really, when you think about it. <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing. It's like you got to – I feel like that is stories. It's something that you'll always remember in your life a little bit. And uh, But, I mean, I don't know. I always hear, like, older comedians talk about, like, being on the road and the struggle. And you got to struggle as a comedian for 10 – I lived in my car, you know. You, like, you got to experience it for you to make it. And a part of me is like – no, you don't, you know, you're just saying that because you went through it, you know, but it's like, I don't know, I'm trying to just learn to embrace it a little bit, but if, if I had it you my way. You bad at comedy for your first five years, and you're like, no, you don't, that was just yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. Guess what, guess what, you're still bad at comedy. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's hard to take people's um, opinions on, on, especially comedy, like something that's just so... It's to you. Like I kind of have a joke that I, I don't. I haven't really said it on stage, but I want to like work a way into it. Uh, but it's just long, and I feel like it's pointless and it's not funny. But it's like sounds like go, a winner. Yeah, it goes goes along the lines, but it's a real thought. That's the thing, and I feel like a lot of my jokes are just the real thoughts. I'm not just sitting down trying to make something up on what's funny. It's usually just what happened to me, and let's try to make it funny. You know. Um, <clears throat> And so my dad, like, I guess growing up, I would always kind of like laugh to myself. Maybe I thought of a joke or something. And my dad was like, stop laughing when nobody's laughing. You know, it just, you look retarded. Excuse my language. But he says, that's, that's what my dad, you look crazy or like you have mental issues if you're just laughing and nobody else is laughing. And then it, I was like, huh, well, that's kind of like a good way to think of it like as comedy too and it really hit me in the head with that thought when i saw the 2019 joker when he wanted to be a comedian and it was like funny he had a couple of act or like awkward laughs but you only get so many awkward laughs until it's just awkward and oh um, man watching that movie you know that scene where you wrote down all the notes and shit yeah like make eye contact uh move around be likable i had to do that one day <laughs> Be likable. <laughs> uh, and then when I saw that movie, this was in yeah, the movie came out twenty nineteen. I saw it and I was like, this guy's pathetic. Oh my god, he's just like me. It made me quit comedy for two months. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how I feel. Like, or like I was like when I saw that, I was like, I never want to do comedy. I don't ever want this to happen yeah. to me. But then yeah. I was just like, you know what, dude? Fuck it. <laughs> like I'm gonna like I, it was almost at one point where I was like, I'm aiming to look like this. And then I guess the joke kind of goes along the lines of like, um, I don't know, man. I mean, you were telling me it, like you're not having a good time if the crowd isn't having a good time. 
And for me, it's right. like, fuck it, dude. I'm trying. I'm having trying to have a good time. And I feel like that's why it's not a good idea for me to get drunk at a show because I might oh, yeah. just go overboard with the. I don't give that's, a fuck. That's one good way of looking at it when a crowd is not having having it. They're like, you know what? I'm gonna have a good time. So screw it. Here I go. Yeah. Yeah, I told I told the say. crowd to suck a dick last night right before I got off, and the host was like, "Never tell the crowd to suck a dick," and in my head I was like, "I'll say what the fuck I want to say," but I was like, "I see where he's coming from, you know." But I was just very like, "Hey, some you, you never know. Somebody might have got their dick sucked that night. You never know." And it was because I told him to do it. There's a subtle art to telling off a crowd. Because I've seen it where people have told out crowds and then made fun of them some more and then got them on their side again. Mm. So that is a subtle art I should do more often. More often than not, I'm like, well, that's fucking, you know. Yeah. Move on to this one. Yeah. Uh, that's usually how I go, usually go about it. But no, I don't really ever really tell off crowds. I wish I did. It seems fun. I've got a lot of people in my ear about what I should do in comedy and they've never done comedy before. And the only... Uh, the only thing that has stuck with me though from somebody who's never even taken an orientation class is um i like how you kept talking even though nobody laughed at something that was clearly a joke and like other people who would i guess know me personally were like they'd even say it's like those jokes were funny it's just the crowd it was just a tough crowd and so it just a it kind of stuck in my head like yeah it's a good way to play something off like it wasn't even a joke like like don't if you don't get a big pause after like half a second or something like that, just keep go- Just be like, never mind. We're th- I'm talking about this and that now, you know. I like it. You just keep going. I see. Yeah, okay. just to, and it, it and it exudes more confidence, and it just makes it because if I don't know, I feel like the crowd could feel it. If you're just like, oh fuck, I like I was expecting laughs. It really threw me off that no one laughed, and now I don't know what to do. And that's how you kind of like steamroll into into bombing but sometimes i'm like bro i want to feel it i want to sweat up there for five minutes of me going uh 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 you know <laughs> oh man I, I don't know no sweating it out i sweated it out last night but yeah sweating out's not great you're just like man <laughs> i did it for a little soon. bit i fucking blanked out last week for like it when i was up there it felt like a minute but it was really uh-huh. i blanked out 15 seconds but that 15 seconds felt like oh my god i can't you know but 15 seconds of blanking out that is an eternity well not yeah like i mean it wasn't like i wasn't saying anything but i let him know i let everybody know like damn i forgot what i was gonna say then i started repeating myself and i was just i spent some time being like what was i talking about kind of like how i did on this podcast you know but yeah i'm sure it's different because it's like there's no fucking crowd in front of us and it's not like people are gonna like see me forget what i was talking about and be like oh this guy fucking sucks you know it's a tough yeah. crowd especially if you because if you have third uh i'm sorry three minutes maybe even sometimes 10 minutes if you want to challenge yourself and you have nothing to say you fucking drove out here you know and it's like who cares if nobody's laughing ride through this fucking set you and like just be i fucking own that bomb you know, I talked about what I wanted to talk about. I didn't flubber no fucking word. It was y'all. This shit would have killed if I fucking had better jokes, but I fucking own these bad jokes. <laughs> Look, I'm telling you, it was it was great besides the jokes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Somebody on YouTube told me to 
try to turn the mic down and turn up the jokes. Because <laughs> I, I was what? yelling into the mic. And turn up All the right, fair enough. I see your point. Yeah. Uh, yo, hey, I hate to do this to you, but I gotta dip out. I gotta prepare for the next podcast. Uh, yeah, man, it's hard to eat up too much of your time. Yeah. Uh, uh, follow me at Madman Maple on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and that's about it. Uh, I got things going on. Just go over there. All right, man. Thank you for uh, participating. I'd love to have you on again. I feel like we have some interesting conversations if you uh had more time in the future. Yep, dick, yep. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. It was a fun time. Have a good night, man. All right, for sure. All right, bye, Later. everybody. Bye. All right. Um, we're going to give this call four stars because it lagged out once. Um, I'll send him a message later. Let's look at I, I have some emails that I gotta go through actually. But we're gonna we're gonna chill. This is the backstage. We're done with the podcast. You guys are hanging out with me. Oh, what the hell is going on? Um um I don't know what that is. Okay, we'll read it later. Well, yep, that was him. A lot of interesting things, a lot of different ideas, mindsets, philosophies that go into the art of comedy. Um, there's much more. We didn't even really talk about his act. He had a really funny joke, and I brought it up to him, and he said he hasn't really done it, but I liked it because that's the thing. It's subjective, you know? Somebody said something super racist last night, and everybody kind of gave it like, a, oh, that was distasteful, but I laughed at it, and I felt like I had as more than a right than anybody else in there to laugh at it because I was fucking Asian. Somebody, there was like three Asian people that night, and um, like after we had all gotten off, one of them came up and was like, yeah, I fucking love Asian. I feel like Asian people need to like, I knew I want to recruit a bunch of talented Asian people. You know, we need more talented Asian people in the business. I want to start something called a zipperhead recruiter. And I just, I lost it. That shit was funny to me. All right, it, it was it was messed up, but I don't give a. I like that shit. You know, but who am I? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you not to tell that joke. You know, like I don't think people will like that. I liked it. I don't know if I like, but you know, what if I told him, Hey, I like that joke. That's funny. And he says it and nobody laughs, you know, that's what I'm trying to get at, man. It's just, um, don't let, don't let, don't let people, don't let other people's opinions of you, uh, stress you out or define you that much. You know, it's, um, at the end of the day, it's all about you. Um, don't let people try to persuade you that much. Just enjoy the art. Thinking about getting back into skateboarding. I don't know if I said that earlier, but and I'm gonna suck. But I, it's like a part of me is like I think I can be better than I ever was. But it's like that window small. I don't know. I wasn't even that good to begin with. That's the thing. I'm trying to get three flips on lock. I just love. I love just the the art. The wear and tear of putting scratches on your skateboard. Like, that's you. You know what I mean? Geeking out over skateboarding. So I'm going to get out of here. See you guys. Have a good day. And suck a dick.